found um, out pretty early she didn't like being on the lead. No, <laughs> okay. no. She hated it. So, so yeah, first time actually uh, that, that we went down there, she wouldn't walk, just kept collapsing, falling over. So it got to the point where we were away from everybody and I thought to myself, if she runs away, I'm pretty sure I can catch her. She's only little. <laughs> so I took her off the lead <laughs> and we started just walking away from her and within seconds she got up and started following us, just caught up, yeah. running beside us, no issues at all. Um, it was a nice hot day, so I decided to go for a swim. I walk out in the water, <laughs> I walk out in the water, and then the splashing at my feet, I look down, Nathan had followed me out. You're listening to the Cat Explorer podcast. I'm Hasara. Before we jump into today's exciting chat, we would love it if you could take a screenshot on your phone, share it to your Instagram stories, tag us at catexplorer.community and our incredible guest at Nathan underscore the beach cat. Can't wait to hear your takeaways from this episode. Join us as we chat to amazing cat explorers and experts, learn from them, listen to their war stories, celebrate their wins, and laugh at the funny moments that have been a part of their journey. Daniel, do you remember what our kitty Lumos was like a few years ago? Yeah, he was Mr. Cranky Aggressive Pants during the week because we couldn't take in cat exploring every day and he was bored. Yeah, but that's not the case anymore. We've been following the Cat School Clicker Training Program for a while now. Lumos isn't the smartest cookie, so we weren't sure if he'd be interested in clicker training. But we were so wrong. Lumos loves his Cat School training sessions. They help keep him entertained, so no more growling at Noxie or biting us. I'm so proud that Lumos has learnt so many tricks. But what I love is seeing how much he loves it. From the happy tail swish to the meow to just seeing him sprint to his clicker training spot when it's clicker training time. The Cat School program has brought so much joy to Lumos, to his sister Noxie and to us. And you can bring that joy to you and your kitty. Use the code CATEXPLORER at catschool.co to get 10% off your very own clicker training kit and Cat School program. The program is created by Julie, who's a certified animal behaviorist. So get 10% off your very own Cat School Clicker Training Kit and program by using the code CATEXPLORER at catschool.co. I remember the first time I came across our guest today. I was casually scrolling through Facebook and came across a video of Nathan swimming at the beach. I immediately grabbed Daniel and squealed, how cool is this? And then, oh my goodness, there are other people who take their cats exploring. It's not just me. Nathan and her sister Winnie are beach kitties who I know have inspired a lot of you. And on top of that, their parents are such strong advocates for animal welfare. I'm so excited to hear more about Nathan and Winnie and all their adventures. Welcome to the podcast, Melissa and Ryan. Hello. Thank you. Hello. It's exciting. (laughs) I'm really excited. So we'd love to hear a little bit about Nathan and Winnie. Do you mind telling us a little bit about them and how they came into your life? Yeah, um, so they came into our lives, Nathan came into our lives about two years ago in 2017. We moved from Melbourne up to Bundaberg um, for Ryan's work and it was a bit lonely up there and I think we came across the idea of wanting to adopt a pet and we thought a cat would be perfect. Um, So we found Nathan at our local RSPCA up there in Bundaberg. Um, So that's how she came into our life and when the whole adventuring began. We'd been going to the RSPCA just to look at animals, look at cats for ages before, probably two months before we came across Nathan. Um, her, uh, her and her siblings and her mum were found in a box on the side of the Bruce Highway, which is one of the major mm. major highways up, uh, up that way. 
Um, and they were taken in the RSPCA. There was only about, or Nathan was about five weeks. She was really little. Actually, she when we tiny. found her. So yeah. she was tiny and we couldn't actually take her home at that point. But, um, yeah, we met her there and we bonded with her pretty much straight away. Um, and so we, we, we made a decision that we were going to get her. And we had a five-week, long five-week wait before she, she could to be dissected. She reach one and, kilo, be dissected, yeah. and then. So we were getting her weighed regularly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that must have been a really long five weeks. Not so bad. Literally yeah. all my days off, I was at the shelter just playing with her, just so I can build some sort of relationship with her. So when she came home with us, she was that little bit more comfortable. Yeah. And uh, she was strutting around like she owned the she place was. when she got back to yeah. our <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Such yeah. a queen. Um, How about Winnie? How did Winnie come into your life? Winnie was random. Yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> We were back up in Bundaberg. Winnie's, Winnie's also from Bundaberg RSPCA. Um, and we were up in um, we weren't living Bundaberg. There yeah, we'd just gone up for a trip uh, since last year. Winnie's, we've had Winnie for just over a year. Um, and we took Nathan up to go to her favourite beach so she can have a wander and a swim and, and all that sort of thing. And while we were there, Mel just mentioned, should we just stop at the RSPCA and just show them Nathan and have a look at the animals? What about getting a companion for Nathan <laughs> for when we're at work and so she's not alone, she's got someone to stimulate her. Um, so, yeah, we, we went by the RSPCA, took Nathan down. Nathan actually chose me. <clears throat> we, didn't, we didn't choose Winnie. Yeah. So we, we went and played with all the little kittens. There were quite a few of them there. Um, and then we ended up going around the outside uh, where the, they all opened up to the outside and we took Nathan around. And Nathan and the other, all the other kittens, just not she wasn't interested in any way. They were well, a bit, they a bit of hissing and things like that. It wouldn't come anywhere near her. And then Winnie, though, we had Nathan up near the, near the little uh, window and Winnie came straight over. They touched noses, no hissing, no nothing. They were just comfortable and happy. So, yeah, we like to think that Nathan made that, made that choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh that just melts my heart that's so sweet I love how like she just picked her and yeah. they picked each other and they're okay like because when yeah. you introduce a new cat to your family it can be quite scary because you're not sure whether they'll get along like yeah. we've got two from the same litter and half the time they don't get along as it is so it's pretty awesome that they got along straight away and I suppose I can't talk about Nathan and Winnie without talking about the fact that they're beach cats who go swimming and Nathan started swimming first. So how did you teach her to swim? We didn't teach her. <clears throat> she she made that decision that, that, that she was going to come in. Basically, um, I'd never had a cat before. I'd never owned a cat before. I grew up with dogs. And so I was used to having my dog at the beach. And when I was surfing and things like that, my dog would come with me. Um, and so I just told Mel pretty early on, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So I'm just going to treat it like a dog. <laughs> so, um, so. <laughs> Pretty early on, we took Nathan down, probably about 12 weeks old. We took Nathan down to the beach at Elliot Heads just because it was nice and quiet and lots of sand just to take her for a walk and try it was just to try get her harness trained and lead yeah, trained. Just so we could take her out and about and she could experience a little bit. We um, found out pretty early she didn't like being on the lead. No, <laughs> okay. no. She hated it. So, so yeah, first time actually uh, that, that we went down there, she wouldn't walk, just kept collapsing, falling over. So it got to the point where we were away from everybody and I thought to myself, if she runs away, I'm pretty sure I can catch her. She's only little. <laughs> so I took her off the lead <laughs> and we started just walking away from her and within seconds she got up and started following us, just caught up, yeah. running beside us, no issues at all. Um, it was a nice hot day, so I decided to go for a swim. I walk out in the water 
<laughs> I walk out of the corner <laughs> and then the splashing at my feet. I look down. Nathan had followed me out. Hi, kitty. <laughs> yeah, Lumos has just decided to join us and he's like doing laps in front of the webcam, <laughs> showing his butt to Mel and Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> But that's awesome that she just like she just jumped in the water and she was just yep. following you in. Yeah, yep. just followed me in, and then it basically <clears> just <throat> went from there. She was even uh, we we went back to the Gold Coast for Christmas that year. We went went down to the beach on the on the Gold Coast, there, which, which is a bit wavy, and we thought she'd just go for a walk. She didn't mind hopping in the waves, mm. and having a little jump in the waves, and a play around there either. And then it's just progressed ever since, and she's become more and more comfortable. That's so awesome. And um, for our overseas listeners, like the Gold Coast is a bit of a touristy area. So I imagine there was a lot of people there. Was she a bit um, scared of the people there? Not as a, not um, as a kitten. Not as a kitten. And yeah. not so much now, but they do prefer it when it's much quieter, when yeah. it's just more us. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the older Nate's gotten, being only two years old anyway, but she's a bit older. Uh, she does prefer not to not to have crowded beaches now. And she's a bit more weary of dogs, whereas back in the day when she was a little kitten, she didn't she, care. Yeah. She was just out doing whatever she wanted to do. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I think as kittens they're a bit um, fearless as well. So Yeah. 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 And it, I, I thought it was interesting um, because you didn't have a cat before. You didn't really have preconceived notions of what a cat does. So it's kind of cool. that It's kind of a cool experiment to see what – Nathan does just if she's treated as a dog. So, and look what she's done. It's amazing. <laughs> Literally all just trial and error. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people find that. So then when Winnie came into your lives, did you expect her to start swimming as well? No, no, not at all. Completely we, different personalities. Yeah, so we didn't think she would. We thought she'd rather, I didn't even think she'd be good on a lead or a no. harness, let alone, because she was terrible indoors when we were practicing. And mm. I was like, oh, I that wasn't the goal anyway for her. It was just to, so that, you know, her and Nathan could be together and it would be good if we could take her out. If she didn't want to do that, then that was fine. But, but we, <laughs> we gave the benefit of the doubt and took her down to the beach, same beach as um, uh, as uh, Nathan's favourite oh, beach. I know, we took her down to Chugan first. Oh, you too. Yeah, yeah. to, to yeah. harness and lead train her. And That's it was right. like she had always been on one. It was insane. Yeah. I've got footage of her just running along and Ryan had to run up with her and yeah. it was amazing. So she wouldn't she, she wouldn't would not walk, walk in the house. So you had her on the in the house, she just collapsed. Or it even was, just the harness on her. Yeah. She would she would so not dramatic. move and she'd sulk. But as soon as you got her outside, it's like she forgot all about it and she walks perfectly. Yeah. I don't know. Whereas, <laughs> whereas Nathan was like more as she just wasn't happy being on the harness. Well oh, harness was fine. Harness if you was fine. Had it was a leash. It. She no, nah, <clears throat> not having a bar of it. Yeah. So Nathan is perfect without a lead, and when he's great on. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. how we just, walk. <laughs> just giving you a bit of variety there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so do you find that um you have to keep Nathan off leash and keep you have to keep Winnie on leash now? Depends on where we are. Yes. If we're, if we're in like if we're down at Elliot Heads where there's not much distraction, not much that can spook her, we keep Winnie off a lead. Um, but if there's anything, yeah, you know, like when there's people around yeah. or dogs or people yeah. running by us, she gets quite scared and she'll just run. So we do keep her on the lead in those areas. Yeah. But so when Nathan's we, fine. When we're bushwalking with them or walking on the beach on the say on, on the Gold Coast where we like live now. Road, um, yeah, Winnie Winnie will be on a lead. Yeah, all the time. Just just for safety. And Nathan is hundred percent perfect off a lead. And she comes she when run. called and yeah. does everything. And it is I might add she's completely untrained. We've never actually had to train her. That's just her mm. naturally. So we don't have her on a lead. 
when we're at the beach, we don't have her on a lead. When we're bushwalking, no. we don't. She doesn't attack wildlife. When she's scared, she'll either jump, uh, drop or run into us. So, yeah. She's just a person, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. It's, um, did you have to do any training to get her to get Nathan to know her name so that she would come to you and like recall training or anything? She kind of caught on really quickly. I remember saying it when she was a kitten. Like yeah. after the first week, she started coming to when when we called her name. And we, I remember us looking at each other the first time she did it. I was like, that was quick. She's learned yeah. her name already. Yeah. We never, there's nothing specific that we did. We didn't have to do any of that. We just, mm. I don't know, she just was so, she's so clever. She's so she's smart clever, that she just yeah. picked everything up so quickly. Yeah. That's yeah. so awesome. And then does Winnie come, like does Winnie watch Nathan and then follow what she does? She does do a lot that Nathan does. Not actually. not with the swimming though. No. So yeah. when when Winnie for we because we thought that if, if Winnie was ever going to swim, she'd just sort of be copying Nathan. But the first time that Winnie actually swam, Nathan she'd never seen Nathan in the water. Um, so and she actually she, just followed, she followed me. She followed me across <laughs> a little bit of water and just swam and, and kept she going. She wasn't faced. Yeah, and then and then there's actually a bit more to that video where she. She actually turned, got back in the water, swam back over, got Nathan, and then they came over. <laughs> <laughs> so, but she hadn't seen Nathan yeah. at that point. But every other aspect, pretty much, she copies Nathan. She copies Nathan. Mm. Yeah, because I, I find that with our two. Like, if one of them does something, the other one has to copy. So, a couple of days later, the other one will be doing it too. So, but that's really interesting. Like, we have this preconceived notion that cats can't swim, they don't like water, but your guys have just like, and it's not like you, like, I suppose with the, Okay, I say with a baby, you try and teach them to do the doggy paddle and stuff. I assume it's the same with the dog, but you didn't even have to do that. So no. that's I mean, really. As to their choice to go in. Like some mm. days they won't go. Yeah, like some, some, some days, especially mm. Nathan, she won't yeah. go in the water. She'll, so just, we'll just she'll sit on the side. Swim. She'll watch us. She'll yeah. watch Winnie. Winnie swims every time pretty much we go we go into the water. Even but when we don't want her to swim. Even when we don't want her to yeah. But, um, but Nath will have days where she's just not into it. It's just not. <clears> it's not so she'll just sit on the side and relax in the sun. And that's understandable. Like they're like us. We have our days where we don't want to go in the water and we'd rather sit in the sun. So that's completely understandable. So Lumos and Oxy, our two cats, they love going to the beach. Like they don't go into the water, but they love going in the sand. They love playing in the sand. They love digging in the sand. But one thing we've really struggled with is finding the right beach to take them. So how do you find a the right beach to take Nathan and Winnie and is there anything in particular that you look for? Well that's what we struggled with as well moving down to the mm. city from Bundaberg or from Bagara yeah. um, was finding a suitable beach um, and unfortunately we haven't found any. We haven't found any in <laughs> Queensland yet no. um, so we we still do make trips up to Elliot Heads because it's just it's just perfect for them. Like it's it's open expanses of nice white sand and warm waters. And you can get away. Clear. You can get away from everyone. Yeah. From the dogs, you've got I don't know. You got good vision, so you can see if anyone's coming with their dogs or whatever. Yeah. You've got good amount of time to. And it's not. And it, I guess it's calm water. It's not wavy. Water. They they prefer that as well. Yeah. So I guess yeah. <laughs> on, on the Gold Coast, um, we do go down the beach pretty regularly uh, for for walks mainly. But we've just got to be a little bit more careful mm. because there are a lot of dogs and we find we have to yeah, grab them and hold them quite often because people are walking around with their dogs off leads and we don't know how they react to cats so we don't want to risk it. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Is um, 
Are those beaches off-leash, um, off-leash dog beaches or are they? They're not meant no, to. They're not meant to be, yeah. 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 But they tend to be. Yeah, that is a challenge that ha- tends to happen. Have you, have Nathan and Winnie met any dogs while you've been out on the beach? Yeah. Oh, when well, we went hiking, Winnie Winnie was keen to meet one of the dogs. Was it a big Labrador yeah, big, or big Labrador who was, was so friendly. So friendly, came over <laughs> like to say hello. So Winnie's like leaning over. We passed her sort of just to just to have a look, and then she hissed at it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was a silence hiss. Like yeah. I'm scared. But... <laughs> it was just, it was just about... <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. But she's to me even with your parents dogs yeah my, my, parents, my parents have two small they, they both live on the gold coast near us so we, we see them more regularly um and they have two small two small tenerfield terriers like fox terrier type dogs um nathan has no interest in them wants nothing to do with them but winnie winnie's curious <laughs> she'll she'll pop out to, to, to you know say hello and then run away yeah <laughs> <laughs> and how do the dogs react um, they well, they're, they're quite yappy dogs anyway, so they, okay. they tend to bark at them. Yeah, which is which is not a good thing. It's why like Nate's known them since she was a kid. So yeah, she um they weren't she doesn't from like the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> That's understandable. Yeah, I'm always curious because some cats just love dogs, other cats tolerate them, and then others just like really hate them. So our two not so great with dogs, but um. <laughs> But when you go exploring, you kind of need to have a plan of what you're going to do if a dog runs up to you. So do you, you guys just pick them up and then that's usually fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Normally Nathan will just sort of see it and jump up on me. Um, okay. So she'll just jump anyway. And, and Winnie, Winnie just gets scared and crouches down and thinks that no one can see her because she's flat. So we just have to pick her up. So we're always watching. There's no kind of relaxing when we're out because we are always watching to see if there's any dogs around that are potentially going to run up to them. Yeah. Mm, that's understandable. And but it's good. So like when you're looking for a beach that you take them, you look for those ones that have those space that you can see who's that's, coming in. Yeah. And then usually a calm, quiet one as well. So oh, yeah. sometimes that's that's protected from the waves is always better for them. <clears throat> yeah. I um recently I we went down to the Great Ocean Road, which is at the bottom of Australia, and we actually found like an inlet. So not on the main beach, but like the inlet was going into the creek or river or whatever. And we found that that was a really good spot because it was really quiet and it wasn't the best in terms of trying to see people come, but the waves were quiet. So the kitties could actually get quite close to the water. They didn't go in, but it felt a bit secluded as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's perfect. Yeah. So there's a couple of, uh, in Northern New South Wales, um, that we've been to that that are similar Mm -hmm. to that, but they're just a little bit more, populated unfortunately mm. they, they, they would kind of be perfect I mean we have taken Nathan down there and she had a good swim and everything but we just had to still be a bit mindful because there were a lot yeah. of people yeah. yeah and seeing the people really does make them pancake down into the sand or in the water and yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually have you had a situation where you've been in the water with the girls and like anyone's come past and have they like gotten scared of the people while they've been in the water no, the only time, I mean, like, whenever they do go in the water and somebody is coming past, um, the people are always pretty intrigued by it. I guess mm-hmm. the only time that we've had somebody really stop was we had a policeman um, <laughs> on, a, on, on one of the buggies on the on the sand on the Gold Coast come Just flying past and then swung back around and came back over. We actually thought we were going to get a fine or something because Nathan was <laughs> off the lead. Um, <laughs> but he was Fine. just like, is that a cat? And, <laughs> 
<laughs> he was more just intrigued about watching her play in the waves. So. <laughs> and she didn't get scared of the buggies. She was no, she was a kid. She was kidding. You had anyone else? Um, because we, we, we do no, tend to get away from people uh, when they're having to swim. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because I was just wondering, um, like, they can't really pancake in the water. <laughs> So <laughs> I suppose they'd have to jump on you if they do get a bit scared or anything like that. Oh, actually, oh. no, there, there was when he did pancake in the water. Um, she, she, <laughs> she actually, actually dunked her. Right. She dunked her head. Yeah, that's when she realised she couldn't do that. <laughs> so we were, off, we were off in the Broadwater, which is a, a sort of just off from the Gold Coast, um, and it was nice, clear. We actually took them canoeing. We went up canoeing across onto a little sandbank island. And that was um, perfect, actually. It was really, yeah, it was really it was nice. It was just us on this little sand island. Yeah, mm. so, sort of nice sheltered little area that we that we found, and they were the, the girls were both playing in the playing in the water, and then a boat came past, and poor little Winnie, she went to pancake and dunked her head. <laughs> Didn't realize she can't breathe underwater, so we had to pull her out. <laughs> she went after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor little girl, and. Actually, that's just reminded me of something. So I know that you guys rinse the kitties after you take them um, swimming because salt water, you don't really want them ingesting the salt water. What kind of process do you do after they've been to the beach? Is there anything that you take them through? Or? So they they get a shower every time. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we take them in our shower. Um, Nathan's 100% fine, so I'll often just hold her or Mel will just hold her and we'll just have the water um, so drip down and wash off as much salt as we can. They they both get bath. We use like an oatmeal um, type shampoo. shampoo yeah. um, they bring home a lot of well. scent. They do, mm-hmm. especially Nathan. She's so fluffy. She's full of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, but they they get bath every time, and then, I get guess a good proper wash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've had no issues. Like people always ask, you get issues with their fur or with their skin, and never. No. Yeah, never had a problem. But it's not like we're going we're going swimming, you know, every day or yeah. once a week, you know. Um so they're not they're not getting wet and all having showers as often as what it looks like on 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 um, Instagram. Yeah. Yep. yep, I understand. Um have because yeah. I know that you guys go away with them. How do you wash them when you're away? Because I've imagined because at home we actually use our bathtub and yeah. that's how we wash our kitties, but I'm Every time we've gone away to a beach place, we don't have a bathtub in the Airbnb or the hotel room that we're staying at. So how do you do manage that then? So we always shower them and we just shower them wherever we are. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's how we do yeah. it. It gets a bit harder when you don't have one of those retractable shower, yeah. shower heads. Yeah. We'll, we'll pop, them, pop them on the ground and just rinse them that way. Um, or with Nathan, like we can hold her. Um, but, yeah, with Winnie it's a bit harder. Um, but, yeah, we, we, just, we just shower them because that's what we do at home. Okay, yeah. It's good that you've trained them. They've gotten used to that shower thing. Yeah. Because we started with the bucket and probably should yeah. have tried the shower a bit earlier on. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know why we yeah, I, don't, I don't know either, actually. We, we we have tried them in the bath not long ago, actually, like maybe only a few weeks ago. And they, they were fine with that as well, but we find that it's just quicker in the shower. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time the bathtub when we have to wash them in the bathtub, oh, my goodness, that takes forever. And they, like, jump out too, so then the whole bathroom is wet. It's yeah. less fun. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I know that um, Nathan and Winnie have recently started picking up hiking. How did you train them to hike with you? We, Same we thing. Actually did it. <laughs> we, just, 
because we're on the Gold Coast now, we um, and, they, and they don't like the beaches as much as what they do up north. We mm-hmm. we we wanted to sort of still get them out and about and, and try some other some other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so hikes were sort of the next easy thing for us. There's some good hikes around around our area. Well, we noticed when we're at the beach, they kind of like to head towards where the trees were or the shrubs and stuff mm. like that. So we that was our next plan. Like, oh, maybe they would enjoy hiking and being in amongst around trees and and bushes and stuff like that. And they do. They love it. Especially Winnie. <laughs> yeah, Winnie yeah. loves it. So, yeah. She's in her own little element. She just cruises yeah. along. She's always leading. Yeah. We just uh, basically headed, uh, headed down there. We didn't really know what to expect and – we, we were worried about a Nathan as well at that point because she was good on the, at the beach, but we didn't know whether she was going to run off in trees or And this is a like recent that. thing. Mind you, only a few months we've been doing this. Yeah. And, um, but we, we, we had the same issue. So Nathan tends to follow me and Winnie loves Mel. So Winnie and Mel will go walking ahead and Winnie's running off and on the, on the lead and leading the way. And Nathan takes her time, takes in every single smell and sort of wants to do her own thing. So, it sort of got to the point where I was so far behind that, that I had to keep picking Nate up and catching up. So then I just went, you know what, I'm going to take her off the lead and see what she does. She surprises us with every other thing. Let's just see what she does. So I, I, I took her off and started walking off on her and then she ran and kept up. So it's the same as the beach, same process. <laughs> yeah. You've really got me thinking there. So Daniel, my husband, walks with Lumos who plods along so slowly Whereas Noxie and I are sprinting down the trail. So yeah. maybe that's what we need to try. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. And um, it's really like another thing that's really interesting is because a lot of cats do go hiking. So I always ask everyone, how did you train your cat? Because our personal experience is that we just went on a hiking trail and they were a bit unsure at first, but then they just started hiking. They just started walking down the trail. I don't really know what it is, like how do you teach a cat to go on a hiking trail because ours just did it. <laughs> and it sounds like Nathan and Winnie were the same. Yeah, yeah. It's just yep. a trial. <laughs> Trialed it and it worked. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so is there any other type of cat exploring or adventuring that you've um, wanted to try with the girls and they haven't really enjoyed it? Uh, oh, I, don't, I don't know. Nothing that pops up to mind. Nathan... Nathan's the most adaptive little cat that we've ever ever encountered. Winnie's Winnie's good as well, but she's a little bit more sort of standoffish from situations for the sort of initial part. But Nathan pretty well adapts to anything and everything. Um, We'd like to take them to Ryan's nephew's soccer games, um, and Nathan's okay. But Winnie, as she's gotten older, she's gotten more and more weary of people, so I think she doesn't enjoy that as much. Yeah, and, and of course they get plenty of attention down there because yeah. mm-hmm. people are used to seeing cats and all the little kids will come up and, you know, want to, want to pat them and so forth. Mm-hmm. They get plenty of attention, which they're actually not too bad with, um, mm-hmm. especially Nathan. Nathan's gotten – Nathan's so good around people. Attention. It's just she gets really – Yeah, that's true. From yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Um, other than that, nothing else really comes to mind that we've had too much problems with. There's, I mean, there's things that, that, that we want to do. Uh, yeah, we, we'd we'd love to sort of take them overseas and do some travel, like overseas with them and things like that. So um, we we're, we're just really skeptical because we don't want to put them underneath. We we, we, we just want to take the car, them under the, the under the in the um cargo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That worries me. So <laughs> we're 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 hoping that it'll change at some point, like it has in you know Europe, for example, and we'll be able to take them on the 
actual plane with us. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's one thing that we really want to do. We want to take well, them around we, a little bit. Our goal for the future is to move overseas for a little bit, and there's no way we're leaving them behind. So we'll have to figure something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one's that's that's definitely a hard one. In because in Australia you can't go on a flight with your pet in the cabin, unlike like in the US or whatnot. Um, but I'm not sure whether you guys are aware. There's like um, jet pe- jet pets travel. They're like a great Australian-based company that helps you travel with your cats if yeah. if that's something that you need in the future. But yeah. but you would still have to put them in cargo, I imagine. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> There's also um the quarantine requirements. Australia is particularly strict from that side of things. But I think um. We've got a few cat explorers who've actually travelled to Australia from, for example, from Europe, and they're now currently vanning around Australia. So that it's something that's possible, and they yeah. so they've gone through the quarantine. So it is something that's definitely possible. Yeah. What other types of cat exploring would you like to do with them? Is there anything else that's on the wish list? Oh, there's so many nice beaches in Australia. I would love to just travel around, especially more up north. Yeah, and also Western Australia and as Western well. Australia. We'd love to get- Beautiful areas that I think they'd enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> we enjoy. We do enjoy, um, you know, like like kayaking and surf skiing and stuff like that with them as well. Um, that's that's one other thing that we, we like to do. We don't do it anywhere near as often as what we'd like. But um, mm. that's sort of fine with that. They, they quite enjoy it. So mm. that's the other thing that we would like Probably to do a bit more of. Yeah. Mm. We've got so much nice water around us. Yeah, so you guys live in Queensland, which is like, because I did a, I've looked at all the different states and their laws and their cat-friendly locations, and Queensland is by far the most cat-friendly state in Australia. <laughs> Nathan's just come and said hi on the webcam. <laughs> that was really cute. <laughs> something that I really love seeing is the bond that Nathan and Winnie share. Do you mind sharing a little bit about how they interact with each other? They're so funny. They're really entertaining. Um, it's, a, it's a bit of a love-hate. So Winnie absolutely loves Nathan, like absolutely adores her and wants to be with her every single minute of the day. Nathan fluctuates. <laughs> so she sometimes she's great. She'll be, she'll be grooming Winnie and then within a split second for no good reason, they'll be fighting. Like play, it's play just a fighting, play fight, yeah. They've never. And then they'll be running away from each other, and Nathan want nothing to do with Winnie. And then all of a sudden, five minutes later, they're back together, Grim. and they're lying, like you know, lying on the same couch or whatever. And yeah, yeah, it's um, it's 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 a funny little temperamental relationship that they have. <laughs> but yeah, Winnie won't let her alone. She's like the big sister. She wants to. The little sister wants to follow the big sister around. That's really cute, and. I read on your blog that you were really careful with how you were planning to introduce them anyway. Is that in because, um, and I really liked reading that because I think I've seen so many people who just adopt a new cat and then they suddenly just put them together. And there is a process that you follow. And I know that you did so much research and you plan to follow the steps, but then the kitties decided that they weren't going to follow those steps. Do you mind sharing what your steps, what you plan to do and then how their introduction actually went? Yeah, um, so I, I did a lot of research beforehand and I found that introducing another cat could change your resident cat's personality, um, some, of, some of the time permanently. So we were quite worried about that. We had this special little cat, Nathan, um, with the greatest personality that we didn't, we didn't want her to change in any way at all. 
Um, and even when we went to the RSPCA, we were warned about that as well, about getting another cat. So they kind of tried to deter us away from getting a second cat. Um, yeah, so, but we, obviously we ended up getting Winnie. Yeah. And the plan was, just from my research, was the was a separation period for a while. Um, so we trialled that um, for one night, essentially, and then Winnie decided to do our own thing. Well, so initially we, we actually had like a six-hour drive home. So oh, yeah. we picked Winnie up in, in Bundaberg just before we left. Um, and so she was in a box with some holes in it. And we and we decided to leave her in the box uh, for, the, for the drive and we'll just hold her and keep her separate from Nate for that time. But they can smell each other through the little holes and things like that. Um, and so they were pretty separate. But Nathan had already started she getting a bit upset. Yeah, she, she didn't, didn't leave my lap that yeah. whole drive home. She was really cuddly. You, and you like, <laughs> She was off. And so when we got home, we then decided that we would keep them separate. So we, we actually put Winnie in the in the bathroom with the door. Sort just of kind of just closed. open so they could see each other. But and then there was a little bit of hissing that went on from Nathan initially when she sort of went went for a little sniff. We fed them um, sort of their bowls side by side. So Winnie in the bathroom and Nathan yeah. outside, so they, they would see, see each, other each other while they're eating. So that's what I read as well that you had to yeah. do. And then, and then we decided that we would we couldn't obviously leave Winnie in the bathroom, so we were going to open it up, and we had like a little baby gate, and we put that around and just blocked the whole little bit of the hallway in, so that Winnie had some room to come out and you know move and they could around. They probably a see bit. each other, and but they could, yeah, confined. Yeah, see each other through the through the gate. Um, and then Winnie just had other ideas, <laughs> so that that didn't work for Winnie, and so she was she <laughs> just Winnie yeah, just, just climbed up it, jumped over it. And just ran straight past Nathan with Nathan running after her and just ran straight in the house like she owned the place, started playing with Nathan's toys. Yeah. Initially, I, 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 I sort of ran after Nathan to try to stop. I thought she was going to attack her. Because Nathan just ran straight after her as well. And then Nathan just stopped like a metre and a half away and just stared at her and they were just looking at each other and I just sort of stepped back and was like, oh, I'm just going to see what they do here. Because Winnie's all over the place. She didn't care. Couldn't care less. No. Just picking up Nathan's toys and running around <laughs> You could see playing. Nathan all wide-eyed looking yeah. at her like... Actually touching my toys. <laughs> went, and, went, and used, went and used Nathan's kitty litter. Oh, yeah, I thought that would have popped her head back trouble. out and just running around. I was just thinking, oh, what is going on? <laughs> and so, um, but but Nate never attacked her, never got angry, and they were actually um, better when there was no cage mm, or anything there was no in the hissing. way. So they yeah. there was yeah there was nothing, no aggression whatsoever, and Nate sort of stuck clear of her a little bit for the first night. Um, but other than that, then they were best friends soon after. Mm. I, I don't think Nate had a chance, though, really, when he was straight onto her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he was like, you will be my friend no matter what you want. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, so I just, it, it just got that. thrown out. Everything <laughs> that we had planned just got thrown out by Winnie. Yeah. <laughs> That's so adorable. I just, I just love that, that she had such a strong personality and just wanted to make herself at home and, be friends with everyone, so that's really nice. Did um, Nathan ever, like, was she hesitant at first or did she just eventually she calm like, down and she was? Yeah. Probably, yeah. probably for she, a couple of days she was a little bit, bit a little bit off. Um, yeah. Didn't like to associate with Winnie too much but also didn't want to let her out of her sight. So she would walk around, just follow Winnie around a few metres behind and just keep an eye on her. And then that went to over a couple of days to them just. Then they were sleeping together. Sleeping together, together and, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but it actually yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah. And oh, then I'd really awesome. 
read that it had taken quite a few weeks for some cats to be introduced. So the fact that they were introduced after a, a night. Yeah. It was it was a big relief because there were actually some tears from Mel while <laughs> while we were driving uh, driving home. She was saying to me, "What if what if it changes Nathan's personality? What are we going to do? What if they don't get along?" And she's crying in the car as we're driving home. So it was the biggest it was relief. An emotional roller for me as well. <laughs> no, so, I could completely understand that. <laughs> Because you've fallen in love with this new cat as well, and you've got your you've got Nathan, and you just want everyone to get along. But there's always a possibility that things won't happen. So it's it's really lucky that everything worked out so well. So I'm really glad for you guys there. <laughs> and something that I think a lot of people might not know is that you both have pretty demanding jobs, and then on top of that, you've got huge social media accounts, and they've got a big following, and I imagine that takes up a lot of time. How do you manage juggling all that, your personal lives, your work lives, as well as taking Nathan and Winnie cat exploring? It doesn't always work. No. So I think one of the biggest issues is that, yeah, we, we, we both work long hours and have demanding jobs, but our time off very rarely coincides. So it's always quite a lot of planning that we have to do for trips away and things like that and trying to shuffle rosters and mm. it, it, can be, it can be quite difficult. Um, but we always kind of prioritise taking the girls out at least a couple of times a week. And it might not be to the beach. It might just be down to the park uh, for a run around, which, which we do a couple of times a week. Um, you know, but uh, in terms of um, how we sort of get by with social media and all that sort of thing. Teamwork. Smell. I have to like commend you guys you do an amazing job with that especially to be able to take the girls out like a couple of times a week I won't lie like I struggle some Lumos and Noxie are very mad at me because I've only taken them out once this week so like I think that's amazing that you guys do it quite well Do you go out w- with one person with the two girls or do you always need two people? Too hard. It's too hard with Winnie. Yeah. Winnie yeah. is a handful. <laughs> Winnie is a handful. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we, we, we tend to only really go. When we were up in Bundaberg, Mel would often take them out while I was working. I'll take Nathan out while I was working um, by herself with no issues. But I don't know, with Winnie, <laughs> Winnie can be a little bit, temperamental and skittish sometimes if she gets scared so I think it's just easier if we have two people and someone can be designated Winnie and (laughs) Nathan can do her thing (laughs) you know it's really funny like I really relate because Noxie is very skittish as well so I am always designated with her and um Lumos is very calm so Daniel is my husband is designated with him and yeah it's, it's quite interesting because I, I've also found that I once took them out by myself with two backpacks and I'm never doing it again because I found that Noxie ended up sitting on my head and Lumos was like trying to run somewhere else and I was just like being split in opposite <laughs> directions and it was a bit of a disaster. But I always like respect all those people who can take both their cats out at once. That It's it's a it's skill. Like, it's like walking two toddlers yeah. when one's really <laughs> that's so true so we're coming up towards the end of our podcast and we've got four questions that we ask all our guests so what's one piece of advice that you would give to new cat explorers not to force them Mm. so let them 
let them decide what they want to do and what they're comfortable doing. Don't let them don't take try the and force them into it. Mm. Yes, definitely. What's been the most entertaining comment someone has said to you while you've been out and about with Nathan and Winnie? I think that policeman. That policeman was fun. <laughs> he was so shocked and stunned. <laughs> sitting but on his, we were sitting shocked as bike. well because we thought we were going to get a fight. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, then it, and then he comes around and it was just like, oh, my God, is that a cat? That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much all. It's also nice that so many people recognise Nathan and Winnie. Um, so quite often when we are at the beach or, you know, out and about, people will just come up to us and be like, is that Nathan? Is that Winnie? So it's just, yeah. it's just the nice. first time was in Vergara, it was in Elliot Heads, yeah. and it was this old couple. Is that Nathan? <laughs> 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 oh, that's really nice. Do they always want to cuddle or a pat, or do, are they happy to watch? Little pat. Yeah. 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 Gen- awesome. Generally, no one's really. Oh, there's a few people that. People want to, like, like kids would want to. Like when we when we're getting some food from one of like a takeaway place oh, in right. in Bagara, the, the the guy there wanted a photo with Nate and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but most of the time, little little kids will want a photo yeah. or sometimes. I think cats, most but... adults are weary of cats anyway, yeah. <laughs> so they'll just admire yeah. from afar. Yeah, <laughs> a little. Pat. Yeah, <laughs> my question was going to be, how does Nathan manage that, and how do you manage that if Nathan's in a bad mood? We we would say. We just warn them. She might nap. <laughs> so we we can we can pick pretty clearly with Nathan. Nathan's really expressive, she and we can pick her immediately yeah. when she's yeah. um, not not going to be happy. good. She yeah. gets puffy cheeks, and she's just just sort of puffs her cheeks out and I guess that look. <laughs> that look. Like, so we'll quite often alive. say, "Oh, just just be careful." Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah There's a she's... way to approach Nathan. Yeah. She likes to smell you first and then you kind of yeah. swipe across her face. Don't go over yeah. the head. If you come in too quick, then she'll she'll have a little go at you. But yeah. she it's funny she though, she never her. she never bites. It's like a, a tiny little bite. It's like, like it's never like no one's ever been hurt or mm. no one's got scratched or yeah. cut or anything like that from her. She's only very, very delicate. So she gives a little warning bite and people just pull away and they're like, Oh, okay, <coughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then you know that Nate's not into it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. That she's um so controlled because we've had a few people in our community have a lot of people come up to them and want to pat their cat when their cat's a bit uncomfortable. So I'm always interested to hear how people manage that because it's a bit of a we need to communicate to the people that yeah. our cat's in a bad mood or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. not everyone can read other cats or every cat is different. So exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. So which cat explorers inspire you? Uh, well, for me, when I first started, um, Van Cat Meow was the one that popped up for me. Um, I just really admire, like, I don't know, his his life choices and how he's, he just travels around Australia. Complete opposite lives cat. to us. Complete opposite lives to us <laughs> that I wish we had. <laughs> so that, that was always inspiring. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Um, we spoke to Rich um, in season three of our podcast and after we got off the call, I turned to Daniel and I was like, maybe we can go buy a van now. <laughs> Keep trying to convince him. But <laughs> we did realise we're a bit um, princessy. We kind of need a shower. That's where our sticking point is. <laughs> I relate there. <laughs> what product, service, or program has been a game changer for Nathan and Winnie? Um, well, we, we're, we're quite 
minimal with that. Pretty simple, aren't we? Very simple. Um, I think the biggest thing, especially with Nathan, because she was all of was what we trialed everything on with her, was our harness harnesses and the type of harness that we use. We found the one that we quite like and that she likes. Um, and minimal is best. So we use the the Rogs Rogs harness, and it's just very thin, very lightweight. We tried other chunkier harnesses. Mm. And tried she, the vests and things and, as yeah, well, and does not. She did not like them. Okay. So um, we just went straight ahead with the Rogs um, harness mm. mini, um, and that seemed to work. And it doesn't. I know it doesn't weigh them down when they're swimming because it's quite lightweight and it's, yeah, it's very minimal. So mm. <coughs> other than that, we haven't really. No, otherwise, yeah. It's so very, simple. Very um, simple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good to be simple. It's good to be minimalistic. And those harnesses, they are quite thin as well. Like some H yeah. harnesses are actually quite thick. There, I like how thin the yeah. Rogs ones are. We've got a couple yeah. of those too, yeah. yeah. And they'd be really good for water sports. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Melissa and Ryan, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a blast. Where can we find you, Nathan and Winnie, online? Uh, you can find us at Nathan underscore the beach cat um, on Instagram. We've got our website, www.nathanthebeachcat.com.au. You can find us on Facebook as well. Um, oh, and we started YouTube, which is not that active at the moment, but it will be. <laughs> <laughs> is that Nathan yeah. the beach cat on YouTube as well? Yeah. 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 Gradually putting so our videos up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll put all those links and any other links from today's episode in the show notes, which will be available at catexplorer.co forward slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. Have you checked out the Cat Explorer store lately? We use the store to fund this podcast and all the other free things we create for you. So we would really appreciate it if you could check it out. We have hoodies, mugs, hats, t-shirts, stickers, patches, cat backpacks, and so much more. You can see this all at catexplorer.co forward slash shop. Thank you so much for being a part of the Cat Explorer community. That's it for today and we'll catch you next time. In the meantime, enjoy giving your kitty the world.